0: Hello, welcome back. It's Sarah. It's Leanna. And welcome back to Girl, We Should Talk to Someone. We're back with our Year in Review episode and we have some Hello. fun, exciting updates. If we sound a little bit better, it's because we got some equipment. <laughs> yeah, we have some mics, mic stands. Right now we're recording separately, but. When we're back to recording together in person, it'll be even better. Um, but we'll have our own mics. We have this, I don't even know what it's called, but it's this thing that you plug the mics into and it records it and you can put music on. It's just, it's called a pod track. And I feel like a DJ over here. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so we're excited about today's episode. we kind of been talking about doing this for a while now, just a year in review. We had to like kind of brainstorm what we want to talk about because obviously this year has been like really tough and different for everybody. But yeah, we're excited just to kind of get going with it.
0: Yeah. So why don't we start with a, do you want to do Rose and Thorn of the week?
1: Yeah, why not?
0: Okay. Um. <laughs> shit <laughs> uh let's see okay my my rose this week was watching the bachelorette um two Ooh. episodes this week and I don't know about you but this like this whole series like this Tasha's. I don't know what the word is right now journey Tasha's journey Tasha's episodes what's it called? Season. Tasha's season um, has been like the best bachelorette season, in my opinion, ever. Um, and so like every episode, it just keeps getting better. So there was two this week. I know Leanna watched and probably a lot of you guys watched too, but that was definitely my rose.
1: Yeah, that's a good one. I think that's my rose also, to be honest. Yeah. It was like the highlight of my week was like having something to watch for two nights straight.
0: Yeah. And two hours yeah. each episode, right? Yeah. Yeah. I can't good. believe this week we're gonna do like there, it's gonna be the finale. Like we're gonna find out what's going on.
1: Yeah, and it's two nights again. I think it's Monday and Tuesday again. Yep. Okay. Uh, before we go into
0: Thorn, what what are your predictions for Tasha's season?
1: Ooh. So, I don't know. Like I I thought Ben would have made it to like the final two, and mm-hmm. he really like he sucked at the end. Like he just shit his pants. I can't. He's so yeah.
0: Yeah, I can't. I couldn't handle him. Like I was like watching in my bed, like a- like physically angry at how he reacted. And you could tell Taisha when he was like not given the final given a rose, you could tell she wanted him to say something. Even then, she's like, "Let's go talk
1: outside,"
0: and just nothing.
1: Yeah, nothing. I think she wanted him to kind of. I think she almost was gonna be willing to keep him if he just like said what he was feeling in that moment, but he just kept saying. I'll be okay. And I'm like, what? That's the worst thing to say after a breakup.
0: It sounded cocky, like, "Oh, wh- I'll be, I'll be good." And I don't like to say that because Ben has literally changed my life. He is the dream man. So sorry, Michael. But um, <laughs> <laughs> until this episode, though, I thought he could do no wrong. And then I realized, okay, this this man has difficulties expressing himself.
1: Yeah. This season's been really great. We're kind of getting off topic now, but I feel like the men in this season have really been vulnerable and open up and you never see that. At least I don't watch real- reality. No, you never often. see that. Yeah. So for me, I was like, this season was just so good, mostly because of how many vulnerable and honest conversations that everyone was having.
0: Yeah, there there was so many like real moments. And I actually felt for the first time, it was not just people looking for fame on mm-hmm. The Bachelor, and it was actually people that were, like, willing to go the extra mile to get to know someone on a deeper level, um, Yeah, and I guess that connects to my thorn it would have been um, this this week or, like, yeah, around this week it would have been the time that me and a few of my friends were going to be in Paris, but because of COVID, we couldn't go. Not that we booked anything, but, like, we had been talking about it for like over a year we always Mm -hmm. go on a trip for our friend Hannah's birthday which was this past week and we usually go around this time and last year we went to Nashville the year before we went to New York and we were supposed to go to Paris this year and it's just like a reminder like oh we're still in a lockdown like yeah because I remember in March we were like oh like we'll probably find some good last minute deals to still go and Mm -hmm. here we are like even in a worse situation now
1: yeah that's so true yeah, I think my thorn it probably is – just this week in general was so horrible. Oh, my God. Like the last, yeah, like the last week of work before the holidays. I think everything in the world just, like, bothered me and pissed me off. So it was just one of those rough weeks, you know, that you had to get yourself through. Totally.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah, I actually kind of forgot. Like, it's Saturday now, so I'm kind of more relaxed than I was this past week. But, oh, my God, I, this week was just, like – you know the meme of someone just like whipping a table across the room or like flipping their desk like that was me every day all day
1: so funny yeah so what would be a rose and thorn of the whole year if you had to pick
0: oh there's so many there's so many thorns but I guess try and be positive here I think the the rose of this year was um really like kind of figuring out which people in your life are really important to you because when you can only see one or two people like back when we had those social circles and stuff like that you really had to to pick and choose and a lot of the people that you might have hung out with in a group setting they just weren't in those circles and I like it's no shame to people like that I didn't hang out with but Mm -hmm. I don't know it you just realize like how good um, the close people in your life are.
1: Yeah, no, I totally agree. I feel like even through all the bad this year, like my rose was really just nourishing those current relationships I have. And I feel like I became so much closer with already my close circle of friends, mm-hmm. but you, just, you really appreciate them, you value them and just like checking in with them, even my family as well. Like, I feel like we all just grew a little bit through this. So, and all the people you will saw once in a while, you're kind of like, I don't really need you in my life.
0: Yeah, and I'm sure they feel the same way about us. You know what I mean? Like, they have their inner circle. And for, like, the people that we have close, it just shows how important they are and how much they bring to our lives. Um, A thorn of this year.
1: (laughs) I feel like we're all just going to say COVID is a thorn.
0: I know, but I'm trying to think of something, like like a direct effect of of COVID. (laughs) I don't know. I think, I actually think the thorn of this year for me was just a level of uncertainty all the time. Like not knowing, like I'm constantly in the battle of like, oh, I'm like, I'm not taking this seriously enough, even though I, I was and I have been. And then also like, but I still need to like live and have like a healthy mental health and talk to people. And it's just constantly this battle of like never thinking you're doing enough, but also like when you are doing enough, it still feels like a little bit off like it just there's no winning I feel like
1: yeah I think it's also just like admitting that you can't always win as well is kind of part of the thorn like things have been hard this year and I think for the longest time as well I was completely in denial that things would get worse Mm -hmm. and and so I was just kind of like yeah like I don't have to wear a mask I don't have to do this and so that obviously is very different now by mindset but yeah I think that's a similar thorn for me too.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's a weird time to reflect on because this year has felt like a hundred years in one. Like, yeah. to think about the things we did before March is—it sort of feels like another decade ago. Like, I can't even imagine that. Remember, we went on a trip in February, like a little weekend getaway.
1: That was my last trip, I think. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. And that was when COVID kind of was just starting to, like, become a thing. Like, we knew about it and we heard about it, but mostly it was just in China. Yeah, like, I hadn't necessarily come to Canada or North America at all yet. So we were so just, like, living our life that weekend.
0: <laughs> I know. And it's kind of crazy thinking that COVID was probably in Canada at that time. We just didn't know it. And we were just living so freely then, like <laughs> – I, I don't know. Like the, all those things we used to do, even just like going out, like going to a bar, like having drinks with friends, meeting new people, those things feel so foreign
1: right now. Yeah. I feel like when we get back into like normalcy, like in the next year, it's going to be really hard to just do everything again because like I haven't commuted, I haven't gone to the office, I haven't. Gone out to restaurants, really, or like sat down in places, or gone to let in a bar. Like I don't even know what that feels like.
0: I know, I know, it's crazy. Yep. And like part of me doesn't want. You get comfortable, right, in this isolation. You get so comfortable in not seeing anyone, or only seeing like maybe your roommates, your family, a close friend. But like the world is going to at some point get back to similar to what we what we knew it was right like once there's a vaccine like people are going to be able to go back and work in their offices a lot of people probably won't just because this is probably a good lesson that like you don't have to do that all the time but Mm -hmm. to think of like all the I don't know for me like small talk is the most draining thing in the world (laughs) like it just my social battery is not ready for that
1: yeah no I totally agree like even now when I would see people like I always felt so socially drained after I was like how did I, even if I saw someone for like three hours I was like that that was a lot it's
0: like a hangover
1: yeah that's <laughs> so true it's like a social hangover basically
0: yeah and those are the cues maybe we had I just didn't pick up on before I don't know but like maybe it's just because I now like being alone so much more because I was forced to be but yeah it's it's like half of me doesn't ever want this lockdown to end not I want everyone to be okay and no one to get COVID, obviously. But like this idea of just like hankering down and only seeing a select few people, not leaving your house, not going to work, working from home, that kind of stuff is like feels so normal and nice right now that I never want it to end. But then there's some days I'm like, oh, this would actually be a lot easier if I could just see these people and talk to them in person.
1: Uh, Okay, so despite all the bad, I feel like this year also was a big year of learning for everybody. Like the entire world has gone through this together and we've all learned so many things. So what would be, I know there's a lot, but like what would be your top thing that you learned from this year?
0: Um, the main thing I learned from this year, and I kind of wrote this down the other day when it came to me, but um it was that I need to slow down in life. Yeah. I, I was so used to just packing in everything I could in a day just because I could even though it might have been like emotionally draining or super stressful or just something I didn't want to do, I would just force myself to do it all. And I was like on a, I would call it like a hamster wheel, just like running and doing everything and not not slowing down to like take a look at the things I've done and like celebrate accomplishments or like, hey, this is not working, let's revisit it. I would just like steam through things um, and I would never reflect on stuff. And a lot of the time I had in this past I guess it's like 10 months now, was to like unpack why I lived that way (laughs) and realize that 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 wasn't necessarily the healthiest way to live. And also it put a lot of like unnecessary stress on me every single day of my life for for no reason. I I was the one in control and I was making myself live like at this like 100 miles an hour lifestyle.
1: Yeah, I feel like you've always kind of actually been like that though. Like you've always been that person that's constantly has things on the go and you're just always on the weekend, yeah, plans, whether it's like a meeting with your volunteer group. I feel like you volunteer with multiple groups. I don't even know all of them. Like, but you've always just been very involved and
0: uh yeah, I like I I'd still like doing stuff because I find when I'm when I'm a, a good amount of busy, it keeps me like feeling like I have a good momentum. And if I don't have anything to do for a long time, um, there's that saying that's like it gets easier, like to do things that- when you start actually doing them. So like for a long time in quarantine there was like nothing to do at the very beginning and I remember feeling like grocery shopping was like a huge chore like how could I even do that? But then once you do it you're like okay, it's not so bad. Okay, now I can maybe go for a walk and it's like slowly introducing those things in so that they feel more doable. But yeah, I think I didn't I like I really didn't like any downtime because for me it meant like I would just like sit in my emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was an, wasn't comfortable, even though it was probably something I needed to do. Um, so I would just do stuff. And if I was doing stuff, I was busy. I was productive. I My mind was occupied. I was mm-hmm. either like being social or doing work or volunteering, whatever it was. But it just meant that like I was in action all the time and stillness, like whether it be like just doing nothing and relaxing like that until like my body was like, okay, time to sleep. I, I didn't relax. And now mm-hmm. I'm like, I, I can't, I can't go back to that.
1: <laughs> so have you now like incorporated like more of that, rela- like have you seen yourself be different now? Like you've had that relaxed time, like now you're actually taking pauses or is it still, you're just like, you've realized it. So you're working on it.
0: Um, well, I think everything paused at the beginning, right? Like everything closed. So the only thing I had to do was work. And even then work was like, it was kind of slower because we were still figuring out what to do and everyone was figuring out how to work online. It wasn't like the well-oiled machine that my work is now where everything is just like go, go, go as usual. So work wasn't as busy in the beginning. I couldn't see anyone. Um, that was kind of like, we didn't really do like Zoom stuff that often no. in the beginning. And if we did, it was like maybe once a week. We didn't have our podcast then. Like All my volunteering stuff was on hold. So it was really like, what the f- fuck do I do like I would have all this time and I was just like clean and do stuff and organize but like I got to a point where I was like oh like I feel really good like I feel so yeah I feel so relaxed and then there were some days where like I would have like stress or whatever would happen I'd be busy at work and I would feel like this like feeling of anxiety and I was like oh my god this is how I felt every single day before this, like, every single day, I thought this was just, like, oh, I'm stressed. I'm at work. So, like, my stomach hurts and I have anxiety. But, like, that's that's just how I feel. All good. And then until I actually, like, lived in, like, a a lower anxiety mode, I didn't realize how high-strung I was before. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And this like- week, I was, like, back in, like, high-strung mode. And I was, like, ready to, like, kill a cat. like. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's okay. I like almost yelled at like six workers at stores because I was just like over life.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's like your emotional kettle is like going off, and like for me, all week it was like there was too many inputs and like too much noise. Everything was just too much, and like I couldn't. I felt like I couldn't do one thing, and I couldn't do like I couldn't multitask, but I also like couldn't do one thing at a time either. It was just like Mm -hmm. too many inputs. But yeah, what what would you say your your biggest learn learning thing from this year was
1: well i think pausing definitely i can relate to that that's a big thing but for me to say like what my number one thing that i learned
0: she's bringing out her notes (laughs) y'all
1: i wrote down a few notes what i want to say um i would say just the importance of like listening to your inner voice and giving that face. that was something that really just came at the forefront for me because I'm just someone who kind of feels like I'm always at a battle with my mind. I've struggled with mental illness for a while, for a long time, so on a daily basis as well. So I've, just, I've kind of gotten used to the idea that I need to push aside all those thoughts and feelings in order to kind of get through the day. So whether it's, you know, I'm telling myself, oh, I'm seeing this person next week, so that will be different, I'll be happy, I won't feel this way, or let me go shopping tomorrow and buy something, then I'll feel okay. <laughs> Or let me just, um, you know, drink wine tonight and then I won't feel this way tomorrow because the emotions will kind of go aside. It was like numbing techniques. Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, you're constantly always on the go and always moving. So it's so easy to just push those things aside. But with COVID, of course, like you said, everything kind of stopped and you're kind of just stuck in your head. So for me, it was like I was defeated by my mind. Like I felt to the point where, I was clearly just treading water this entire time. Mm -hmm. And then I just sank completely. And that would make me realize that like, while I've been disguising all these emotions and feelings, as just like, oh, it's just today how I'm feeling. It's just, it'll go away. But you really have to listen to your mind, give it the space it deserves and just decide what's best for you. Like I've done therapy before. So like, I kind of knew that was a good segue for me, but for the last year, I just kind of was like, I'm too busy for therapy. Mm-hmm. Like, how can I even do that? But you can, like, you can really make room for these new changes in your life if you just commit to it. So I think that's just a big thing. It's just learning how to cope with your mind and just finding ways to manage it because you won't just wake up one day and feel good all the time. It won't just like suddenly be gone. Mm-hmm. Like, It's a constant journey and you have to just like cope and manage and... Yeah,
0: everything. Yeah, I totally relate to that too. And especially like listening to your body, like Mm -hmm. I think a lot of us probably ignored so many cues, right? Whether it was like, you need to relax or you need to um, not be working out like eight times a week, even though you're exhausted and like not eating dinner, like so many things, right? We we don't listen and we just like push through them. But then Mm -hmm. when the moments of silence come, they're like, okay, well, here's all the trauma that you haven't processed and all these emotions <laughs> that you pushed back for 12 years. So we're exactly. just going to we're gonna give them all to you right now. Good luck.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's really the best way to describe it. That's exactly what happened. Like with me and I'm sure you and everyone else, the first like those first three months of isolation, like I, I was fully alone. So literally, so everything just was like piling up until it got to like a tall ass mountain of like just struggles that I was not actually looking at and thinking okay I need to like work on this.
0: Yeah. And when you like you said like back before covid it's easy to be like oh I'm so busy. I don't have time to do this. I don't have time for therapy. I don't have time to work out. I don't mm-hmm. have time for myself. Um and then I noticed like when I did have time for myself, I still do have more time. Like we're still in a lockdown. I still have to consciously be like okay, You need to do this to feel better. Like, it just doesn't happen automatically, right? Even if we do have all the time in the world, we can tell ourselves anything to get out of going to therapy, doing something that's good for us, making a good meal. Like, so many excuses come up, right?
1: Yeah, that's a good thing. Because, a good point. Sorry. Because, like, even those first three months, like, I think we all just became like wine connoisseurs. Like, we just, (laughs) it was just like you had to have a bottle of wine a week, possibly more than a bottle. And that was like my coping mechanism the first like month I would say is just like I would get I would look forward to having that glass at night to just kind of relax me and I would use that as a way to relax my brain and my mind and just stop thinking about my issues but it wasn't working they were all still there I would wake up with the same problems but I would find things like okay I'll binge watch this TV show this week and so I won't I'll feel okay if I'm binge watching this I'm not thinking about anything else or just anything like you just always look for distractions and ways to just ignore what's really happening inside.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Distracting and often distractions are like, especially in our like really, I don't know, I think things might change after we get out of a lockdown and we have a a vaccine and stuff, but our like our generally in North America, we like applaud people who are super productive like eat sleep work get everything done like boss queen babe like those kind of things Mm -hmm. right but that doesn't always work for everyone like i I, I don't know like i don't find that if i'm high strung and doing like a hundred things and And often doing those things as a distraction that I'm my best self, right? Like, and a lot of the times we're like, wow, like, look at Leanna go. She's got a full-time job. She's like doing a podcast. She's volunteering. But meanwhile, maybe you're not taking any time to take care of yourself and you're deteriorating inside, right? But on the outside, it looks to everyone. You're so successful. You're so productive.
1: Yeah, exactly. And you said, made a good point there. Like you think you're your best self if you're doing these things. And that's one thing I kind of want to bring into the new year is actually building a relationship with myself, because I don't, there's so many things about me that I really don't know. And I'm just uncovering, or that I've ignored and pushed aside. And you can't be your best self, if you don't know yourself. Mm -hmm. That's something I've like been trying to do this year is just really face my problems and my issues, because they are a part of who I am. They're not all of who I am, which is something I have to also remind myself, but they're still part of me. They're part of my daily life. They're part of my journey in this world. So I have to accept them, understand them, like love them, even if they make me feel like shit sometimes. But you have to just love every part of you to then become your best self.
0: That's so true. And it's like often a hard, like uphill battle to get there because there's a lot of things that you you find that you won't like about yourself and you have to be able mm-hmm. to willing, be willing to accept those things.
1: Yeah. Yeah exactly a Um, lot of self-reflection this year I think that's just that's the like the motto of 2020 it's just self-reflect
0: yeah seriously yeah and like there's like it's been I mean it's been easier for us than some other people too because we we haven't luckily haven't had anyone in our like close lives like be affected by COVID and so Mm -hmm. we've been able to just like kind of do our thing in isolation but um I can only imagine like all of this shit plus like imagining like a a close family member being affected by COVID or like working on the front lines as like a nurse or a doctor like there's so many realities of this past year that we haven't experienced and I'm sure like people might not relate to what we experienced too they have a different view of it but like there's so many things that we sort of we were able to avoid because we like work at home and we're not really exposed to to that like medical side of COVID right
1: yeah no exactly you kind of just hear about it and read about it but you don't really know what's actually happening all the time yeah
0: yeah um another thing that I thought was a good takeaway from this year was just how important like communicating with people who bring you joy is like there's nothing like a conversation with a friend, like after you have a tough day or like whatever's going on, like, even if it's just a phone call, like that can really change your whole day. And I don't think, I think I took a lot of that stuff for granted before.
1: Yeah. I think also like with communication, like another thing I learned playing off that is that you don't have to tell someone every single thing that happened in your day or every problem you might have. <laughs> and I know you're looking at me because I do that a lot and I've been trying like it's true that like, sometimes I remember one time I was messaging you and I was like complaining about something and you were like, okay, like, I love you. you have to take a step back from this conversation though, because like I had a shit day and I can't listen to this. And I was like, oh my God, like I, that. I totally get what you're feeling. Cause that's being on the receiving end of this. Like, why am I even telling you something like this? Like, it's just keep things to yourself sometimes. Like you don't need to burden people because I don't know, like it, it's just, oversharing is a real thing. Yeah.
0: Well you're you're a real
1: an open book, like in general. <laughs> but there's just like times where I'm like, you know, if I like, you know, fall on the floor and eat shit, like no one needs to know about that. I can just like live with it.
0: And it's funny that you say that you're working on that because I actually <laughs> did notice the other day when we talked about something. Um, And you mentioned like, oh, I I did this the other day and it was like a pretty like significant thing. I'm like, oh, I didn't hear about that. That's weird. Like, I didn't hear about it as it was happening and before and after.
1: (laughs) (laughs) See, it's working. I'm working on it, except for like some moments where I'm like texting you as it's happening, as I'm thinking, you're kind of like, so why are you asking me for advice? And I'm just like, I don't know. Like, it's a hard thing to do. It really is. Like, I think it takes some, like, mental training, especially for someone like me who, like, I live alone. I don't have a boyfriend. So who do I tell? It's true, though,
0: right? Like, for me, I might be able to have those, like, word vomit conversations with my boyfriend. But for you, it's like, what, are you going to talk to your kitchen cupboard? Like, you sometimes you have to <laughs> let it out to someone.
1: Yeah. And usually it's you or my mom. So I feel bad about you. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm trying to just, like, learn that you don't have to always communicate everything to the people around you because you just don't need to. They're not going to love you less or love you more for it. Yeah. I guess. (laughs) Conversely,
0: like, okay, so like, I I get where you're coming from. I don't don't normally overshare. Like, I think I share, but I'm not normally like giving like every detail of my day to people. Um, Unless maybe we're in person and we're like chatting about something. But I've found that this year I have had to really work on my boundaries with people and communicating them and instead of getting resentful towards someone who maybe like I didn't even tell them I had a bad day and they're like telling me all this stuff and I'm like can't believe they would lay all this stuff on me like I'm having a bad day and I'm like wait Sarah like. You didn't even tell them that. They have no idea how you're feeling. You need to Mm -hmm. tell them, hey, I I can't be that person for you right now. And you can't expect them to know that. And you can't be resentful towards anyone that does that without communicating that. So that was a huge thing for me this year was like, if you want to have boundaries with people, you have to communicate them clearly and you can't be... You can't feel a type of way about someone if they don't respect your unspoken boundaries. Like it doesn't work that way.
1: Yeah, that's so true because you've actually been doing that with me. (laughs) Like you set your boundaries, but it's important because exactly, like I wouldn't know that I'm bothering you in that moment if you didn't say like, look, like I don't want to talk about this right now. Setting boundaries is so important. We kind of just, a lot of relationships I find can fail because people don't communicate properly. Like I've had friendships in the past where either they've been an open book to me or I've been an open book to them, but neither of us have said, like look I don't want to hear this all the time Mm
0: -hmm. yeah I mean we've had to communicate so differently and I think it takes I don't know if you feel the same way but especially in like a work environment it takes a lot more effort over virtual like whether it's like a a chat or an email or even a zoom call like it takes a lot more effort to communicate things than it does just like if you were in person in your office and it's kind of draining right
1: oh, don't even get me started. Like that's the definition of my life. It's just, I'm drained. I feel like you're on MSN again. Oh my God. Yeah. And like, I also am the person who doesn't really like texting. Like I don't really like talking over technology. It kind of just like bothers me. And with my job, like I have to constantly communicate with my team and, you know, answer questions, have meetings, talk to clients, doing it all over the computer. It takes so like it's so exhausting I completely agree with that
0: and then at night you're like oh let me connect with my friends over zoom or like text them (laughs) and it's like this feels too similar to sending emails like why like why is this happening (laughs) (laughs) Uh. I'm looking forward to like I have I guess about two weeks off work starting next week so nice yeah I'm looking forward to the like I'm going to turn off email notifications on my phone, I think.
1: <laughs> yeah, disconnecting from technology is a big thing and just even taking breaks during the day, is something I've had to like really push myself to do because mm-hmm. it's so easy just work from 8:30 to 8:30 at night. Because if you have so much stuff to do, like you just keep going. But and your my boss just like calls me whenever she wants to, and message me whenever she wants to because she can and she's like she knows I'm near my computer, so it's just Kind of setting those boundaries with your colleagues is important, but mm-hmm. also if they won't respect the boundaries, just force yourself to just take the breaks because you need to.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's tough. Like it's like, oh I why are you late to a meeting? Like it's still yeah. just weird.
1: <laughs> it is definitely weird. So what did we talk about? What's our thorn for this year?
0: Um, I'm trying to think too. Like at on one hand, I'm like, I didn't do anything this year. <laughs>
1: like there's nothing I no to regret I did nothing.
0: um but on the other hand it's like i could have i don't know maybe okay my regret is not like picking up like a cool hobby or something i feel like a lot of people picked up a hobby and i didn't actually no we started a fucking podcast never yeah, mind a hobby. <laughs> pretty cool i take that back I don't know I'm gonna say no regrets like it's hard to regret something that you did in a time where you literally had no idea what was going on in the world and you're just kind of like treading water right
1: like I could say regrets now like but they're not like big regrets like I regret just like taking a long I don't even know four month hiatus of working out because it was like summer I was like whatever I can just walk gyms will be open in September they still didn't open I was like they'll be open next month Still didn't open, and now I'm like, "Fuck!" It's December, and <laughs> I have not worked out in like six months properly. I've done a proper workout, and I'm like, it's hard to like motivate yourself again. But it's really hard, yeah. Hopefully, in 2021, it's just like not even, just like you feel better. I know I feel better when I work out, so like I know that's what I'm missing right now. But it's still difficult.
0: I know. I got. I got, I went through the same thing. Like the gym's closed, and I started just like walking, and then the weather got colder I'm like oh I don't really feel like going for an hour walk every day it's like negative 10 out tonight but and then I don't know it's like a shame like cycle you're like oh I'll do it tomorrow like tonight I'm tired like so many excuses come up and then the next day yeah. like oh I'm working until six like and I find like now that it gets dark so early once it's dark I'm like okay that's it like I can't do anything else today
1: yeah, yeah, literally it's like days done. I'm like, I make dinner right away, spend time cooking, and then done. it's like TV show, bedtime, book. That's it.
0: But like, meanwhile, it's like six o'clock. You could do like a 20 minute workout, no problem. But like, for yeah. me, it's like, oh, there's not enough time tonight.
1: <laughs> it's so true. Did we, um, we asked our Instagram these questions, right? Yes, like, we did.
0: I can read a few of them if you want me to.
1: Okay.
0: So, some of the responses when we asked, on our Instagram, about one thing that you learned this year um, was I'm. <laughs> so this is from uh, one of my good friends, and she said that I'm not as extroverted that as I thought I was.
1: Oh, yes, I saw that. That was the best. I totally thought that. I felt that way also.
0: Yeah, me too. I I definitely love like learned that. Um, another one is that um, each day brings new challenges, and you should be proud of all the hurdles that you jump. Um, So this is from another good friend of ours. Um, Oh, I like that one. Yeah. And she's basically just talking about like how we measure success. And I think we kind of spoke to this at the beginning of it. Like success can be just getting out of bed some days and success on another day could be like running a presentation and doing a really great job on a project. Like not everything has to be a huge deal for it to be considered a success, right?
1: Yeah, that's a really good point.
0: And then obviously we answered our own questions because... (laughs)
1: that's what we do
0: um but yeah that that was pretty much it there was like a few other ones about like taking breaks and pausing and some of the stuff that we talked about already um
1: what else did we ask the instagram
0: okay so we also asked them about a tv show series that got them through this year so i'm just gonna name them off and maybe maybe you can be like agree or disagree okay okay or like watched it or didn't watch it whatever okay suits old news
1: yeah, but it's a good one. It's good. I can see. I can see. Friends. Yeah, always. I don't really like. F-
0: yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't know if I can say what? that. Like, I couldn't even complete can't. the sentence. <laughs> How? Okay, it's not that I don't like. I just, I, it's it's not. It's over. It's overrated. There, I said it.
1: Have you watched every single season? No, because I think it's overrated. Well, how many episodes have you watched? Like many,
0: like lots, but like not necessarily every episode of every season. Wow.
1: Sorry, I can't. I can't even address this. I don't know what to say to you. It's okay. Next question.
0: (laughs) Uh, The Office.
1: Oh yeah, that's a good one.
0: Yeah, that's always like a go-to. Okay, now we're getting into Leanna territory here. The Queen's Gambit.
1: Oh hell yes, that was probably my answer
0: no it actually that- wasn't it was someone else's oh. too
1: that was the best show of 2020 by far
0: yeah it was really good I really liked it too
1: yeah
0: um yeah actually yeah a few people into that oh, the bachelorette came up a few times
1: mm-hmm.
0: very, yeah, good very one. true breaking bad
1: I've never watched it but I've heard good things
0: me either normal people
1: <laughs> was that you
0: that was me <laughs>
1: <laughs> you'd love that show you cried how many times That show is,
0: I don't even know. I cry like no matter how many times I rewatch it too. It's just, if you haven't watched normal people and you just want some show to come into your life and emotionally rip you apart, but in the best way possible, you can watch it on CBC Gem. (laughs) It's just, it's based on a book too. I think the book's really good, but I never read it.
1: Yeah, I read the book. I liked, I I liked the show in the book. I just didn't feel as emotionally torn apart as you did, but yeah. It was good though. Yeah.
0: I <laughs> that, like it's just, it changed my world. Uh, <laughs> Little House uh-huh. on the Prairie. I've actually never seen
1: that. Oh, where is that? Is that on Netflix? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I know the story because I, isn't there books about that? I think I've I read think the so. books. Wait, yeah, is, is this
0: Anne of Green Gable? Like- is this?
1: Anne of Green Gables is, this- of, of is not different. That's oh. on Netflix for sure. It's like, a different it's called it's a different title though i always see it okay um little house on the prairie i'm pretty sure it's based on a book series check it out yeah those are pretty good yeah okay so we also did a poll on instagram which was super fun it was 2019 life versus 2020 life and sarah and i found some funny photos we had a lot of fun creating it Mm -hmm. so why don't we go through what those answers were
0: okay cool so twenty nineteen life versus twenty twenty life, which do you prefer? The first one was working from home or working from the office? What would what would you answer? Office. I gotta say home.
1: Really? Yeah. Okay.
0: So, so what was the sixty percent of people said work from the office and then um like forty percent of people said work from home.
1: Oh nice. I'm yeah. surprised I thought it would be I kind of thought people would more say working from home but I think people are kind of like me where they just like miss that face-to-face communication.
0: Yeah and I think a lot of people have trouble with like the work-life balance when you work from home right because you're like yeah you're on your computer for work and then at five o'clock you're like oh now I'm gonna go on the same computer at the same desk to like watch a movie like there's no separation.
1: Yeah I do hope like moving into 2021 like There'll still be a balance. Like I won't, I don't want to go fully back to the office. I want to kind of keep both.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. Like, yeah, I don't know what I'm saying right now. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Okay,
0: what's next? Uh, Next one is going to the gym or working out at home.
1: Definitely gym.
0: Yeah, I would say the same. And same with our followers, like 70% going to the gym and 30% working out at home. Oh, wow. There's Just tops
1: those 30% of people who can do it. I can't
0: just like a vibe at the gym that makes you want to do things that doesn't exist in your living room
1: and you push yourself more Mm -hmm. when you're like around people And like whenever I used to work with you like you always push me motivate me but like I still can't jump on that thing like I remember how many times I tried that in our oh the box jumps (laughs) yeah I struggled every time but I still tried it I've eaten
0: shit so many times doing
1: those (laughs) But you're good at it. Like you're so good. I just like, uh, I just can't do it. It's so bad.
0: Yeah, I agree. The vibe at home right now is like
1: l- lie on the couch. <laughs> yeah, or like one plank. Okay, ten seconds. All right, woo!
0: You're good for the week. You walked to the grocery store.
1: You're done. Pack
0: it up for the Olympics, 2021. <laughs> okay. Next question is: Would you do you like hanging out with a big group or a small circle?
1: I found this one hard to answer.
0: I said small circle.
1: So did I. Like, I prefer a small circle, but there is moments where you kind of want a big group. Yeah. Just not as often.
0: Yeah. I, I agree. There's, t- there's like, a time and a place for it, but also the small – like, the small group, though, with, like, the closest friends, like, even, like, a group of, like, six or seven, if it's, like, a really good group and everyone's hmm. – like, I feel like if you add a big thing, like, you're still only hanging out with, like, Five or six people. You know what I mean?
1: That's so true. Yeah. No, I agree. What okay. did everyone else
0: say? uh Oh, everyone said, well, it was like 70% small circle, 30% hang with a big group. So mm-hmm. most people, I think, agree. The next one was the most tied result of the mall. Okay. <laughs> Bar night versus staying in. What are your thoughts?
1: I think I put staying in for this, but. I think I'm also kind of split in between because I like to do both.
0: Yeah. So you're pretty spot on with the results. 56% of people said staying in is what they prefer. Oh, wow. 44 said bar night. I mean, yeah, there's a time and a place for both, but.
1: Yeah. Like think, most of the time, I think I prefer to stay in. Like yeah. what about you?
0: Yeah, same. I probably wouldn't have said the same thing like a year ago, though.
1: Yeah. I think for like us and like our friend group, we never, we don't often plan to go to the bar. Sometimes it's just like we go out, out for drinks at a restaurant, and it kind of just happens. So those to me are the best kind of nights where like you're not going out with all these expectations of the night, because then they never get met.
0: What kind of expectations are you going in with?
1: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Crazy night, but usually it's just me back in bed by midnight. <laughs>
0: Um, next one was hand sanitizer versus raw dogging it.
1: <laughs> I'm going to guess people probably said hand sanitizer.
0: Yeah. 80% of people said hand sanitizer.
1: Did you use hand sanitizer like before this all? Um, I
0: would like if I was going on an airplane.
1: Oh, funny. I always have one in my purse. Like always.
0: I, like I, I liked it when people would offer it. Like maybe at like an event or something or like at mm-hmm. work. Like, I don't know. But no, I didn't carry it around.
1: Yeah, I was that one person at work who always had, like, two in my purse, and I would always be, like, sanitizing. I hate the feeling of, like, because I take the subway every day, like, I just don't like the feeling of dirty hands, so I would always have to sanitize, like, after the subway or just after going to lot anywhere, like, out in public, I was not as much as I do now, but I still kind of did it.
0: Yeah, I feel that. Now I'm, like, give me the bottle. Um, (laughs) Next question was traveling versus staycation what do you think people said
1: probably traveling
0: yeah it's like 85 percent for traveling (laughs) Uh, like nothing is more depressing to me than than a staycation in the place of actual travel do you know what i mean like if you're if you're like oh hey like we're no actually i don't like a staycation like for example going in like we live in toronto right It would be like us renting a hotel room in Toronto and like going. It's just
1: it's lame. Like yeah, we have done some fun things. Like we did like our own beer tour in the summer. Like that was really fun.
0: Yeah, I guess what I think of a staycation is like, like trying to replicate a vacation, but like yeah, in your hometown and it always ends up being like cuz it's toronto so it always ends up being like, like so expensive and like yeah just like not what you hoped it would be and at the end of the day i'm like this is fun in a hotel room i guess but like i kind of wish i was just at home
1: <laughs> yeah no i totally agree yeah it's nice that i've saved a lot of money though this year cuz i feel like i would have probably i don't know if i would have gone anywhere like drastic and far but i would have definitely done some more little trips for this year i just like kind of saved the money yeah, spent all my rent, but you know.
0: Yeah, we usually go on like a couple like yeah, little trips. We get stuff. Yeah, but we'll have to save that for twenty twenty eight. Okay. On the topic of travel, where would like if tomorrow COVID was like erased from our life, where would you go? What would be like the first travel destination you'd go to?
1: So honestly, I really, really want to go to Tofino again.
0: That would be like the first place that you would go to?
1: Yeah, which is weird because there's so many other places I would want to go to, but I feel like it's because I just want that vibe right now.
0: Here's my thought about that. I feel you because we went there together, for those who may not know, last summer, and it was so much fun, like um, just immaculate vibes of everything you could have ever wanted. And I just worry we go back. And it's just not the same for some reason. You know what I mean? Like, it's not the same vibe.
1: I think we would go and spend, like, we would stay in Tofino and it would, we would have the best, I think we would do even more stuff. Like, I actually might even do surfing.
0: I'm not coming anymore. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Let me know how it goes. Okay, I'll watch you surf and I'll cheer you on from the shore. (laughs) Okay but i just think that's the kind of vibe i want right now even though i would want to, i'd love to go to paris like i'd love to go mm-hmm. like I think france is definitely on my list um italy but i just really want a chill vibe mm-hmm. by the water and that's why i said to Fino. what about you
0: i think i would go on like a year Euro- like a year trip no nice yeah. yeah yeah i've like always wanted to go on like a longer trip and kind of Mm-hmm. Like plan it out, but loosely plan it so that you can. So like if you find something cool in between, you can go there and and whatever. But yeah, yeah, I've never done that, and I don't know when I'll have the time to do that again. But hopefully, I can.
1: Yeah, no, I I want to do that to like a month. I, wa- I really want to go to England and like see mm-hmm. family and stuff, and kind of spend some a long time in England because I absolutely love England. It's one of my favorite countries.
0: And when you're going that far, like it doesn't really make sense to just go to one place.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Okay. Next question. Uh, New Year – what do you prefer, a New Year's Eve party or nothing special? Mm,
1: Nothing
0: special. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm torn for this one, though. It's – okay, I know New Year's is overrated, but, like, part of me is always, like, but you need to do something to celebrate. And then part of me is, like, but you don't really feel like doing anything. Stay at home. And then I'm, like – But I should be partying and doing something fun with friends. Like, obviously not this year. But, like, that's my mindset usually. And usually we figure it out, like, the day before. Like, okay, we're all going to go to this person's house. And it always ends up being fun. But it's never anything. It's never, like, the best night. You know when you think think back on some of the best nights? It's never New Year's Eve.
1: That's what I mean. Like, I feel like I'm kind of glad there's no expectations for this year. Because it's going to be pretty much me, my mom, my dad. And very extremely lame. So, but I'm okay with that because, yeah, every year it's just, like, always, like, a pressure to, like, make it really great and mm-hmm. fun. And then it's always just, like, okay, we just spent all is. this money. <laughs> yeah, like, we spent money on overpriced drinks. We got tickets to go to this bar, but it wasn't that great. Yeah. Like, where did we go last year? Didn't we go to a bar?
0: No, we, we were at your condo last year.
1: And then we went out, didn't we?
0: We we wanted <laughs> to, but it was, like, like. One forty-five in the morning and we're like let's go was, out last calls two i thought
1: we went somewhere Was that the year before then thinking of
0: the year before we went and we had you got tickets for like one of the bars on king off of king street
1: oh, petty cash year, yeah that was that was not the best that was like last year we did nothing i don't remember last year then last year we
0: had a party at your condo and and there was maybe like 10 or 12 of us there was it fun do you not remember this? No, <laughs> I don't know why I
1: don't remember this at all.
0: It was like all our cl- all our friends. Um, I think didn't T- Tino stopped in for a bit at the
1: beginning. Oh yeah, it's coming back. Yeah, hey Tino. Yeah. <laughs> hey Tino.
0: <laughs> it was fun. It was like it was fun. It wasn't like anything life changing, but it was fun.
1: Right, and my cousin was there. I remember yes. now. Yes,
0: yeah. It was it was okay. it was a fun night. Yeah, but shout I'm looking shout forward out to my cousin. Yeah, shout out to everyone. Shout out to the real ones that were at the 2020 New Year's party.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Woo. <laughs> okay.
0: Okay, next question was, oh, and by the way, people voted. It was like pretty split. 56% wanted the party, 44% said nothing special. Mm. So, the next one, um, pre-drink or zoom happy hour? this is so depressing like what four percent of you chose zoom happy hour I'm checking
1: yeah that's what that's crazy
0: oh I don't know that person that chose it was actually just only one person that chose it
1: (laughs) no free drinks I mean free drinking is like not anything I really do but definitely just drinking in person
0: yeah there's nothing like I don't know if your co-workers did this at the beginning of of quarantine but did you guys ever do like a happy hour?
1: yeah we had happy hours and pizza parties like <laughs> yeah like our boss would deliver pizza for us we all like eat on camera the pizza sounds nice yeah it just is like awkward like you it's have to so like bad even, like chill and eat your pizza you had to be on camera and like, and like look presentable yeah i would be, like stuffing my face and they'd be like how many have you i'm like oh i ate the whole thing <laughs>
0: Yeah. And you're just like, I don't know, like, should I, should I make it obvious that I'm like pouring another glass of wine now? We just started 10 minutes ago.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I'd be like, oh, I'm already three beers deep. So (laughs) let's just keep going.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, Yeah. I can't like,
0: okay. Here's what I like about going out. It's not necessarily the bar, but sometimes the pre-drink is the best part of it all. You know what I mean? Like the games, everyone talking like good music, like that is, and you never want to leave that
1: yeah, so especially like I, like I haven't had a big pre-drink in a while. But we have we've had like our close friends over, and it's just we always have so much fun that we don't. Even, sometimes don't even go out. We're just kind of like, yeah, oh, it's getting late. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I miss that. I miss just having people over for drinks and then just like seeing what happens at the night
0: instead of like having someone over Zoom and knowing that at 10 p.m. you're gonna end the call and go to and sleep. Go to
1: bed. Yeah. That's what's most depressing is like when you're kind of tipsy at home alone and you just go to bed.
0: I know. And you're like, it's a weird feeling. Like I I remember like at the beginning when we would drink, I literally drank wine every single day, the first few months of this pandemic. And like, (laughs) I I guess it's because I was like alone. Like, I mean, like sometimes my boyfriend would be around, but like, it was just like me watching TV or something. I didn't notice I was like tipsy. Like, do you know what I mean? You don't really notice.
1: Yeah, I got drunk sometimes and I was like, this is really embarrassing. <laughs> and then I would just like go on my phone and look at old photos drunk and be like sad and like send them to people. Like that's what I did. Were you drunk last night? No. <laughs> Why oh. did I seem drunk? <laughs>
0: no, cuz you were trying to send me old photos. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Um that was it for the questions. Thanks for answering. Um that's it's always fun to see what other people thought of of things.
1: Yeah, why don't we do the best and worst of 2020 next? Sure, bring it on. Our best and worst of the year, yeah. Best so and worst of the year, okay. We have a bunch of um, things that we kind of wrote down, so let's see if we can actually answer these.
0: I think we already did the first one. Our t- Oh, actually, we, we did the best TV show. So I'm yeah. going to say Normal People. Are you saying Queen's Gambit for that one? Yeah. What's the worst TV show you watched this year? Hmm oh um i don't even know the name of it i have to look it up one sec okay the show i'm thinking of is called sweet magnolias on netflix
1: i love that show that's the worst for you
0: i thought i was watching like a a parody of like a christian sitcom like
1: (laughs) no it's such a cute show it's like a feel-good show
0: I don't know. Maybe I didn't give it enough of a chance, but like I was watching at my cottage in the summer with my dad and my mom and we were just like, what is this? Like, Is this a joke? Like nothing's happening. Like the there was literally nothing happening.
1: No, it's OK. Sweet Magnolias actually is pretty good. You should keep trying. The first episode, nothing happens. I feel like it doesn't really going. Thing until like the third episode. There's a storyline because no, there was no like storyline
0: in the first episode.
1: Yeah, yeah it gets better. See, I felt that way about Virgin River. That's my worst TV show. Mm, I never, I couldn't get into it. I still don't know what it's about. Like a girl whose fiance passed away and she's just really sad and she's in a new town. <laughs> okay, And that's all I got. For and Sweet Magnolias.
0: R- <laughs> am I right to assume that that mom
1: ended up with the coach? Yeah, it's really cute. But, like, in the first episode,
0: it's, like, you they basically give that away, like...
1: Okay, you have to, like, power through it. Like, it actually is a pretty, like, cute show. Okay. I got, like, a lot of people were recommending it,
0: and I saw that, yeah. and it's kind of just, like,
1: like... It was actually, like, good. Like, I think it does, like, when you first... It's, like, a small... It, it comes off really bad. I, I I don't blame you for thinking that. Okay. Because I watch everything that's available, possibly. Like, I... <laughs> Watch every single show that comes out, so I had to watch it till the end.
0: What? Uh, what's your favorite movie? Best movie of the the past year?
1: Um, best
0: movie. Mine is something I recently just watched.
1: Okay, what's yours?
0: Hillbilly Elegy. Oh yeah, I'm gonna watch it tonight. Actually, it actually like we just turned it on the other night, and it was uh, like I thought it was amazing. It got really bad reviews, but it's based on a book like it's based on um the memoir of the main character wrote a book about his life so it's it's a true story and it's like a feel-good story and it's sad and happy and like makes you feel all the things but yeah I don't know I thought it was really good nice what's your worst then um oh (laughs) one night I wanted to watch just like a random movie that like I don't know whenever I watch movies with my boyfriend he always wants wants to watch like the born identity like and I hate <laughs> those kind of movies action movies are actually the most tragic things to me so I always try and find something in between and he doesn't want to watch like rom-coms so I was like oh let's just put on it was near Halloween I'm like let's just put on like a classic like funny movie like from our childhood so I okay. put on the new Scooby Doo, like you know, the new one with like live actors in it, not animated. Is that when they were like in a haunted house? I think so. Yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. That's what it is. And like, I'm that's not kidding, Aliena. Boy. That was like, it was hilarious, but like, it was, pro- it was so, so bad. Like,
1: it was totally horrible.
0: <laughs> like the acting or just like the effects. Like, I don't know when it was made, but like, it, it, the effects yeah like just like the plot of it like doesn't make sense there's like a ghost chasing them and then I, like, it, it just like i don't know how kids even buy into it like it doesn't it doesn't check out <laughs> <sighs>
1: um okay so i think for me this is hard i'm trying to like think of whether really you liked So that is a lot of good movies i watched but the most recent one that stuck was rebecca because it's based on a book that I've read like probably like six or seven years ago by Daphne du Maurier. So like seeing it in film was like really cool. And also like I thought they did a really good job. And I could easily re-watch the movie again. Mm-hmm. And I love the actresses and actresses. So that was like one of the top movies I watched. And I was kind of like waiting for it for a while. Like I was counting down like months until it was released. And I was like, yes. And then... What's the worst? <laughs> worst was the one that Songbird which is about COVID, it was so bad. Like the way it was like written and the acting, like it. everyone was like saying how it's going to trigger. It didn't trigger anything. So it was so bad. Like I,
0: ha- I have no words for this movie.
1: <laughs> it's just a horrible movie. Like just the way it. you could tell it was just rushed and like, oh, it was so badly done. Leanna so.
0: sent us the trailer for this and maybe like three weeks ago. And I, I actually like, could not even finish the trailer because it was about how like COVID, it was about covid 2021 and i'm like if it just having one of those days too i was like fuck covid and then i saw that and it was just you know it, it sent me to a dark place um it it's um with um what's his name K- who's kj
1: appa.
0: appa it's it's like a cw type thing right
1: no it's like by the same people who wrote um what's those ones the ones about killing like Death Day or whatever it's called.
0: Oh, it's That's a P. Yeah, I know what you're talking about.
1: Oh those know. are all bad. Yeah, they're all but those were actually like more interesting to watch. Like I found those like more suspenseful. This was just like really bad, this movie. Like it just was so stupid.
0: What was your favorite podcast this year? Oh.
1: Well apart from ours, <laughs> probably Jay Shetty got me through a lot of tough times. So I love him and I love his like on purpose of Jay Shetty. I think it's really, really good. He has some really interesting interviews. Is it all interviews? Uh like mostly. each episode. Uh not no. It's it's just him collaborating with like friends that are like other speakers, and just like there's an episode with like some authors that he's friends with, and they just like talk about like things that we you would you and I would relate to. And he also wrote a book that I really want to read. But it's usually I- him and someone else. Like it's never just him, of course.
0: Yeah, no, I've listened to him as a guest on some, I think it was Ashley Graham's podcast. Oh, okay. Pretty big deal. Um, but I haven't listened to his, but I might give it a try because I, I need to find some new ones to listen to because I've listened to every episode of Girl, We Should Talk to Someone. And I'm just <laughs> waiting for more. <laughs> my favorite podcast I mean other than one of the top trending podcasts in the arts and culture and entertainment genres girl we should talk to someone would be (laughs) (laughs) um no mine is um the one that Brene Brown does I think it's called Daring Greatly um I think you told me about this one I talk about it every time we talk about anything so (laughs) you also
1: read our book recently
0: yes I did yeah her podcast is called sorry it's called unlocking us with Brene Brown there's another one she has that's called leading or daring greatly I don't know they're both good and she does like same thing as Jay like brings people on and talks about like topics that anyone can relate to kind of thing
1: yeah yeah worst well, podcast like I don't think I have one
0: I, I just don't listen to it if it's bad you know
1: Yeah, like I've listened to some where the hosts are not amazing, but I'm kind of like, who am I a judge? (laughs) (laughs) I'm still learning and figuring this out, so whatever. Yeah,
0: no, most of like, and I think now that we started to do podcasting, I have more empathy for people that are like, not necessarily coming off as like the strongest podcast. And I'm like, yeah, well. Yeah, we just got a mic, so that's how where we're at. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> we got mic and headphones. We're legit. I'm killing it.
0: Okay, this category, I'm going to time this because it's going to take, I don't know.
1: <laughs> Why? We're talking about
0: books, so you're, uh, you're going to go off.
1: <laughs> no, only name like a few.
0: Okay, you go first because my segment of this is going to be like three words long.
1: Okay, I'll just say my top best books. Let me just look at my bookshelf. Give us a list. No, the ones that people have to read that were really, really good this year. Let me guess.
0: Atomic Habits.
1: (laughs) Yes. Atomic Habits by uh, what's name? James Clear. Amazing. 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 Uh, Know My Name by Chanel Miller. You should read that one because I think you'd actually like it. That was also one of my top books I read this year. And then The Nightingale. Is it Nightingale? I always get it wrong. Nightingale by Kristen If You're into like war fiction and historical drama, and it is literally one of the best fiction novels I've read in a, quite some time. And then last one I'm going to say is <laughs> Where the Crawdad, Crawdads Sing. That was a really just unique book, and I've never read anything like that book, so I really loved that one as well. What's your least, What was your least favorite book you read? So funny. I actually never return books because I always like usually buy books I like and I read them and even if I think they're okay I still keep them but this book I read in like maybe two nights and it just really disappointed me it's called what was it called Atomic Love and it was one of um Heather's picks so you can actually return them whenever you want which is good because I had it for like maybe a week and then I was like I'm just gonna return this it's just like a historical fiction book again but it was based on like World War II and it's based on a real story about a group of people who helped create this bomb, which then was used by the Chinese. I can't remember exactly, but okay. I thought it'd be more based in the history of it. But it mm. really was truly just fiction. But the fiction was just not... Not it. No. It, yeah, it just was like, in relation to what the actual historical story was, it just, they didn't go together. I don't know how to explain it, but it wasn't as well written as I thought. And... I actually returned it, which I – that's the first book I returned in, like, years.
0: So do you like to read?
1: I don't know. Like, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but like you? Think of, like – I know you probably haven't finished a book, but, like I,
0: – I finished one the other night. Um, okay. Oh, no. I have, a, I have one. Okay. I haven't finished it yet, but I would still say it's the best book I read this year so far. So it's called Hold Me Tight – and it's by dr sue johnson and it's um it's it's a non-fiction book about how we communicate in love relationships and it kind of breaks down why people have barriers um in communication with like boyfriend girlfriend partner whatever um and it it sort of really like pivots and shifts the perspective of instead of like the blaming thing um it goes into like so many deep factors of like why we express ourselves the way we do um and it's taught me a lot and it's actually helped me a lot in terms of even just like with family members like figuring out okay they're probably acting this way to me because of this and instead of like becoming defensive or doing whatever i might naturally feel is the best way to do maybe i need to take a look at how do i like break this weirdness in communication and actually talk about what's going on. Yeah. Oh. And one of the main things I took from that book actually was um the fact that like so I know I've had this thought before where it's like oh we always fight about the same thing in our relationships, right? It's always the same concept that comes up and it's like no, you're not necessarily fighting about that concept all the time, but the, the reasons behind that concept that you're not talking about is is still lingering on because you're not addressing them. So you're, you're it's constantly coming up because you're not talking about like the underlying things, but it's just coming forward in something like the dishes or the laundry or something mundane that you always like bicker about.
1: Oh, interesting.
0: It's a cool book. I'm still listening to it um, on Audible and I listen to it when I like go for walks and stuff. But yeah, my therapist actually recommended it to me as a good way to kind of segue into learning about, like, love languages and how to communicate mm-hmm. better. So,
1: yeah. Nice. And what worst book? Do you have one?
0: Uh, actually, I do. Um, this book, maybe I'll give it another shot, but
1: I'm
0: just sapiens. <gasps> I want to read that. I I got it as a, like, a book club at work someone picked it and you know what maybe I'll get back into it but it's really it feels like textbooky to me like it's very
1: it's about the history of humans right
0: yeah and maybe it's just because I'm in the very very beginning like let's see how many pages I got through like hardly any but it truly felt like I was reading like an anthropology textbook and was kind of just like
1: hmm so those kind of books, you have to be in the mood to read them. And I, like, I'm like, i reading a book right now that's really similar. I think it's the same author, actually, 21 Lessons for the 21st Century. Oh, I've heard and about it, that one. Yeah, and it's actually, it's good. I'm enjoying it, but I don't read it every single day. I have to, like, usually it's at the middle of the day where I'm kind of, like, not doing anything, and I want to kind of have my mind just, like, occupied, and I want to just put some good information into my brain because I'm, like, I'm doing nothing today. Like, I mm-hmm. can't sit here and do nothing. So I read a nonfiction book like that because I want to just like engage myself and just like think and learn. So with those kind of books, I think you have to be in the mindset to read them or else you will not enjoy it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think I probably went in the mindset of like, oh, this is really going to like if if it's a book for me, it's going to like grip me from the start and I'm going to not want to stop reading it. But I don't know if that's necessarily as true for nonfiction books, right?
1: Yeah. I always I'm always reading like one fiction, one nonfiction. So I always get through the fiction one faster and the nonfiction I kind of keep for like a bit longer because I just read it when I'm in the mood to read it yeah. unless it's Atomic Habits and I read that in like literally three days because it was amazing so <laughs> okay highly recommend <laughs> <laughs> what's your
0: what's been your your best and worst work from home outfit oh okay or like maybe your yeah. go-to and then ma- like
1: if you have I guess my go-to, like, honestly, wearing matching sweats feels so good. Like, when they're the same outfit, same material, same color, I'm like, woo! I, like, feel so dressed up. (laughs) So that's, like, probably the best. Worst is just, like, looking like a complete piece of shit or a boy (laughs) and going out in public looking like that. Like, I look like a hobo in the summer half the time.
0: Yeah, I like the matching sets, too uh for me it's like if I have sweatpants like I like to be comfy but I don't know if you feel this way too like when you wear sweatpants on top and bottom it feels like pajamas right which is comfy but when I'm like working I find I'm like kind of in a slumpy mood when I feel like I'm in pajamas even though it might be like a matching set but if I wear like leggings and then a cute hoodie or sweater or like in the summer I would always wear my like um bike shorts and a cute like cropped sweater or something for work but like I don't know it just makes me feel like more
1: put together with the <laughs> leggings on the bottom <laughs> yeah like sometimes you put on like a nice sweater and you feel like good
0: um okay best and worst purchase of the year uh Leanna did a lot of purchasing this year <laughs> so maybe you can you can let us know what worked and what didn't
1: let's see okay I thought it was this year I think it was actually I bought a winter coat (laughs) I think I yeah I actually was I think it was in January that I bought it so it was actually this year that's your best purchase the winter coat no worst no worst oh oh, okay spent 500 dollars on this winter coat that I knew kind of didn't fit me the best but I really needed one at the time because I didn't have a winter coat and it broke and so I bought this coat and now I'm selling it because it doesn't fit right it's like
0: one of those things where you're like okay i i like i've done it before too where you're like in the store you're like i know this is not right like it's not perfect but i'm still gonna get it and you like you know you're gonna regret it but you still get it anyways and then yeah you you, you bring it home and you expect it to like change when you're at home to be like better than it was in the store We're trying to
1: convince yourself every time you wear it that's not what you already are sure about and i did that every single time i wore it that i put it on this year for the first time because it was winter and I was like, this fits horrible.
0: Yeah. And you're like, what like, the fuck was I thinking? Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so that was a regret.
0: What was your best purchase?
1: I think all the books I bought. I spent a lot of money on books this year, but they're all worth it. What's your
0: thoughts on a Kindle or an e-reader?
1: Oh, I don't like them. It's not the same for me. I've tried doing audiobooks. I just I No, love not an
0: audiobook, but. a Kindle. Um,
1: Oh no! Where Gosh. it's like the little tablet, and you buy the books for that, and you you read it on the thing. No, I'm old. I I can't. It would give. I just don't like it. It's not the same.
0: No, I think I agree with you. I'm just. I was wondering because I think it's people do that because it's cheaper.
1: Yeah, like I like having books because also when I'm reading, I like to underline and highlight stuff. I really like to like I read that's really interesting. Mm-hmm. And I just take pictures of quotes I really like. So it's just a better experience, I okay. think.
0: I know I'm with you it's always like it's nice to have the physical book and like mm-hmm. put a page marker in and never revisit that book again
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay what's your best and worst purchase I'm interested to hear um I don't know
0: like uh worst okay worst purchase would be one day I went out and I thought that I would organize my kitchen like completely differently. I was just like annoyed with how it was organized. Some things I bought that day were great, like a spice rack organizer and some other stuff. But I thought I would like, <laughs> I thought I was gonna like turn into this um, like domestic housewife and like have like the perfectly placed fridge, like you know when you look like, look at the Kardashian fridge and like everything's lined up and there's little like drawers for everything and like little bins and everything's like perfect i was like like i have all the time in the world i'm gonna i'm gonna become like that then i bought all this stuff to do that like mats to put everything on like i'm gonna keep it so clean and uh, they're still sitting on the top of my fridge
1: (laughs) (laughs) i actually did that too i bought a bunch of organizers for my cabinets and fridge but like i used them right there because i was so excited I bought all this this shit and I was like, this is opening up a new world to me that I'm so excited for.
0: Yeah. I think I would like it if I did it. It just, it's just not on the list.
1: (laughs) I don't know. Um,
0: (sighs) The best purchase I made this year. Oh, it's it's right in front of me. Um, It is a cup. (laughs) Um, I'm showing Leanna on Zoom right now. So I follow this girl on tiktok called tinks and if you know if you watch tiktok you'll probably know who that is um and she just like i don't know makes funny videos and she she's always like talking about this cup it's called it's from the brand called simple modern and it's like a you guys can't see it but it's like one of those like tumblr cups where it looks like the ones you can get from starbucks but it's a different brand and it has like double walled so it keeps things cold or hot the best thing about it is the lid you know when you get like a a drink from a fast food place and that has that where you put the straw in it has those little triangles to keep the straw in place in the lid mm-hmm. it has this thing so it completely closes with silicone like it all completely seals and then on the when you put the straw in it opens up like one of those like mcdonald's cups like wow <laughs> it also comes with a lid for like drinking coffee if you want to like put a hot beverage in
1: How many liters does it fit?
0: This one, it's not the biggest one. This one's 24 ounces. So it's like a water bottle and a half, but there's also bigger ones you can get. But I just, I love it. And it's also, I got the sparkly like iridescent silver one, but there's so many colors. I would highly recommend. (laughs) Simple human, simple, modern, sorry.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay good yeah (laughs) I have nothing to say to that I don't know there's
0: people that like cups and like like new getting new like coffee mugs and stuff like you'll probably get it but it just brings you a sense of joy that other things can't
1: (laughs) okay what about best and worst influencer that you followed this year Mm. mm-hmm I know my best one because I didn't really follow influencers before this year. I know. But what because you're say. like social media was the only kind of entertainment that I had, I you already know what I'm gonna say, but Valeria Lipovetsky is my favorite human influencer that there is out there.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Human what what's your who's your favorite like dog influencer? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know. I just I don't really know many influencers, but she's great. I love her. Like if that's what all influencers if all influencers would be like her, then I would follow a lot more. But I feel like she's very unique. So I really like her.
0: Yeah, I like her too. She's good. Her kids are really cute too.
1: Yeah, her kids are so cute. I don't really know about worst because again, I don't really follow too many. So you might have a better answer for this. I don't know if I have
0: a worst either. Like I've unfollowed quite a few people like yeah. that I not like people I know like influencers over the years just because I was like trying to do a, like a purge of my social media, like people that I didn't care about what they did or they didn't offer anything. Or if they were like kind of promoting like a lifestyle that was not healthy for me to look at all the time. So like really restrictive eating, really restrictive like dieting and exercise. Like I had to kind of unfollow some of those people, even though like a lot of people probably love that stuff. For me, it wasn't like the best, but um, I would say... 't I'm having a hard time picking one as the best influencer, like okay, I have one. I don't know if it's necessarily the best, but um her name is Melissa Wood, and she i I have her Pilates app and she has, like, kind of same as Valeria, like, has, like, really cute kids and she puts them on her stories all the time. Mm-hmm. And she's, like, pretty real and, like, open about life and, like, talks about how she made it to where she is today. She's, like, pretty successful in the fitness industry. Um, and I really like her app. Um, and, it like, I think – I don't love everything about her, but, like, I think – yeah, she's probably my favorite. Nice.
1: Yeah. Well, best and worst um- – Like music or artist Um, album? Taylor Swift. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Folklore and Evermore. Yeah. That, yeah. Absolutely. That, That, yeah. Yeah, hands down. (laughs) No words. Such such a good, yeah, so good. So good. That
0: was my Spotify wrapped, like, basically (laughs) all of folklore.
1: (laughs) Same. Okay, best and worst. Ooh, wine like we'll have the
0: same answer for this um what's the best wine you tried this year jaylor oh so good so good so good um the actually the best one i tried this year my friend just introduced it to me it's like a little cheaper than jaylor because sometimes you don't always want to be spending 22 75 on a bottle of wine yeah it's like around 16 or 17 dollars Okay. And it's called Solid Ground. And it's the same California, Cab Sauv. really good. Give it oh a nice. Shot. Yeah.
1: What worst wine? Did you have a really bad wine?
0: Um I don't like not really, no.
1: I got this wine. I can't remember what it it was like Doctor something. It was very strange. It's from France or Germany. No, I think it was France. And it just had a cool, like, photo. It was, like, kind of, like, stars, like, space with, like, this word, like, I don't know. The label it sold it to you. What? The
0: label sold it to you.
1: Yeah. But yeah. It was a really weird label. It usually, had, like, classy labels, but it was, like, a strange label, but it just kind of stood out to me, and I got it, and it was disgusting. Really bad? Yeah. I think it was, like, I think it was a cab stove. Yeah. I mean,
0: I probably had a bad bottle of wine. I just, I don't remember what it's called. I never bought it again. What holiday did you miss taking part in over the last year?
1: Oh, Halloween. Yeah, me too. That was like that was the best time. It was just fun.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I miss, I, I miss I missed that like those like a Halloween party with a lot of people. It's fun. Yeah. Everyone's dressed up.
1: What, yeah, that's like where I want a big gathering because it's just like it's so much fun. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, okay, what was your favorite at like at home activity that you did over the year
1: oh the best the and worst of, like a hobby kind of yeah like a hobby I guess a painting I started painting over quarantine that was like a new hobby for me so that was really fun because I didn't think I would be good at it mm-hmm. I mean I'm not amazing at it but I don't think I'm horrible either so that was like an interesting thing that I started what was
0: the worst hobby you did at home
1: well, I haven't started it yet, but I really want to learn how to play chess this year. With who? <laughs> myself, which honestly is a lot. I thought it would honestly work, but I've been trying to like learn on the computer and play, and I just can't. It's not the same. Like, I'm just trying to teach myself how to play chess, but I feel like I have to have someone here to do that. Yeah, I think you do. <laughs> I'm still going to try. <laughs> so I think that was like a pretty failed hobby attempt. But. I feel like you have
0: to be like pretty good at chess to be able to like play yourself. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. That's the thing. I like, can queen Scandit She just like plays alone. So I thought I could do it, but she's it's not. She's like a chess genius. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm determined to learn how to play chess so after quarantine I can eventually play with someone. It's just going to take a lot longer than I thought. You could put
0: that in your Tinder bio, looking for a chess mate partner. Teacher. I like to see
1: who I attract to that. <laughs> His Probably. name's
0: definitely gonna be like Maximus and
1: <laughs> Oh my god, I think the wine was called Maximus. That's what it was. It was something like that. That's Not weird herenus. that I just said that. No, but it was called like Maximus. It was something strange like that.
0: Okay. Um oh, yeah. my favorite at home activity has been cooking like so much like every meal I've really gotten into cooking and trying new things. That's been like something I look forward to every day for the most part. Nice. Um, and then like the worst at home. Um I tried to grow some herbs this summer. Like my <laughs> one of my friends got me like an indoor an indoor like a thing that you can grow herbs in on the like inside yeah. it's like has a light and everything It was very promising but I don't know I don't think I'm destined to like be good at taking care of plants because yeah
1: I can't see that at
0: it, all <laughs> it was cilantro and basil and like it just didn't happen properly like what I harvested like literally like four pieces of cilantro one day and I used that and then like I like I swear I followed the directions but like nothing happened
1: like nothing it's just, yeah. Sorry, Jess. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay. What well the last one? Let's do best and worst skincare or product that you use this year. Um. I don't know if I have a worst skincare product. I, oh, actually, okay. It's not worst, but worst skincare move is that I bought retinol for the first time. And I didn't really read up about retinol. So you're supposed to use a very small amount to start off with because it really is strong on your skin and dries you out. So when I bought the retinol, it was like a white cream formula. And I thought of it as like a moisturizer. So I probably put like, like a whole (laughs) dropper of it. Like not just a dot, like probably like, just like, like as if you're putting a serum on your face, like that same equivalent amount. My face was so red and dry for, I think, a week and a half. I was like, it was like painful. It was so irritated from it. And I was like, what was, I didn't know what it was at first. I was like, why is my skin like this right now?
0: Best skincare beauty product then after that experience?
1: <laughs> well, I still use it right now. I just use it properly now and it works great. Uh, best would be, I got like a really good quality vitamin C. Like, I actually spent a decent amount of money on it. And vitamin C is really good for your skin, that's always expensive. But yeah. I finally was like, I'm going to invest in, like, a good vitamin C. And yeah, I love from, it. Love the results. Is it from Skin SkinCeuticals? No, I want to get that one. It's that's expensive. Like next. That one's really <laughs> expensive. I got it from Paula's Choice. Okay. This is about, like, $50, $55. Yeah. Actually,
0: my best product is a vitamin C product as well. It's a serum that I just actually – Sephora knows what they're doing so well when they send you these like samples and like you pick yeah. the hundred point perks and stuff and the products are always like I don't know everything I get for the most part I'm like oh I need like the big size now gotta order one like
1: <laughs> so they <laughs> sent
0: me this little thing of vitamin c serum and I like within like two or three days I was like oh okay I'm going on and ordering like the big size of this it's so good the other thing was like it sh- it showed me results in like a day it was crazy
1: yeah vitamin c is like quick results if you actually use it consistently i mm-hmm. noticed that if i don't use vitamin c my skin takes a lot longer to heal but as soon as i pump that into my nighttime routine it's like within a week i feel like it's like renewed yeah so. It's, it's so nice um yeah i guess that
0: that's the best and worst of 2020
1: yeah so why don't we before we end off what's our resolution for next year
0: Oh, this is what my this is what my therapist asked me at our last session. She's like, "Before oh really? you go, what are some resolute or like things you're looking forward to in the new year?" And I was like, "Not right now." <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: I don't. I don't have to say this, so you can start. <laughs>
0: um. Okay, one of mine is to like continue my education in some way. So I'm actually taking okay. a course on Photoshop starting in January. And yeah. it's once-a-week online course about how to use Photoshop. And it's something I've always wanted to learn, but I know that, like, if I try and just teach myself off YouTube videos, like, it's not going to happen. Um, so I'm doing a course, actually, with one of my coworkers. We're doing it um, through Humber College, and I'm excited. I, like, I think it might be good for even, like, when we do, like, graphic design stuff for our podcast. and Yeah, good for you. Yeah, I'm excited. So that was one of my things it was, like, because I always thought, like, at this time, maybe I'd be going back to grad school. But just with the pandemic and stuff, like, I didn't complete my application. I didn't want to do, like, a virtual grad school. And so I felt like I needed to do something um, to, I don't know, be in school, learn something new kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then my other resolutions are to... Uh, continue going to therapy regularly I think that has been really good for me this year and I just started like three months ago so um, continue doing that and also um, like taking the time like because I know once things do get back to normal maybe it will be in 2021 who knows but making sure I'm like taking time to like take care of myself and like do the self-care stuff that I've learned over this pandemic that I know works even even when life gets busier.
1: Yeah, those are all really good ones. Damn. Okay. All right. My first one, I guess, because I've already said this a few times to, like, I think you and someone else, is that whenever things get back to, like, normal, I really need to go on dates. Yes. <laughs> like, and this sounds, like, stupid, but, like, I just don't go on dates ever. The last one I went on date was, like, probably two years ago. I don't make effort. I don't put myself out there. I'm very comfortable with being alone. So I need to kind of like make an effort to get out of that or else. Okay. Like,
0: <laughs> don't know how like happy I am to hear these com- words coming out of your mouth and not like everyone else around you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know. Every year people tell me, you need to do this next year. I'm like, ah, I'm just like working on myself. So I need to just like work on myself alongside putting myself out there. Woo so that's like number one number two as well I think the same as you said like I need to continue with the therapy I'm currently in until I run out of money which could be like soon <laughs> expensive yeah. but just like continuing on that like self-care journey that I'm on right now like I need to just again like I said before like give it space to kind of not take it for granted and push it aside so I want to keep going with that because I'm making some good progress I think and I have another one that you inspired me to do,
0: to read more books for me. I want to read more books in the new year because I have just had a really hard time getting like the momentum back into reading. And I always talk to Leanna about this. So I'm going to say I want to read, what did we say, like five or six books in 2021. And maybe to some people that sounds like nothing. But to me, that's enough.
1: that's good that's a good resolution reading so important I think um what's another resolution so I don't know if I can do that this year but whenever I can do this I really want to like look at my job and decide if it's worth me staying in it because even though I I am happy with my job like there's still we're still young there's room to grow there's this is the time to kind of keep learning and try new things so I really want to Take that into consideration and not be afraid to do it. I want to just like decide, okay, like I've I'm now ready to like learn the next big thing in my career.
0: Especially right now, too, right? Because yeah, like you, you don't you were not you're not going to leave a job right now because you never know when you're going to no. get a new one, right? So yeah, I feel like a lot of people are probably feeling that way, like stuck. Not necessarily stuck, but like thinking that at this point they would have had different prospects to grow with in their career, and yeah. it's just not happening. But also, they can't leave because that's their source of income, and they like they're tied to something that maybe not is not what they
1: want. We're not. We don't have to settle down with one career now. Like this is our time to kind of try different stuff. Mm-hmm. But it might not be until, until 20, twenty twenty eight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, that's a favorite thing. Twenty twenty eight. okay i think that wraps up our episode yeah our really (laughs) long episode (laughs) oh shit not again
0: yeah well i mean we'll probably cut some of this but just to be transparent we've recorded for almost an hour and 50 minutes
1: (laughs) really wow yeah okay let's do some fun editing what else no i think let's just Let's just upload it as is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no cuts, nothing. Um, well, thanks for listening, guys, if you're still around.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thanks for listening. We hope that 2020 was a place for learning and growing for everyone, too, and that 2021 is better. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, thanks for listening and thanks for following us on this random little journey that we started in September
1: together. um, Yeah. It means a lot. Yeah. We look forward to the next year of just more ideas, more episodes. So stay tuned. Make sure you follow us on our Instagram, on Spotify or Apple, whatever it is that you use to listen to podcasts. We're on every platform. I think Sarah, you can confirm. Yes. All of the platforms. <laughs> <laughs> this is usually what she says i'm like i don't have to stay here <laughs> you killed it you did good um thank yeah, thanks for listening and bye everyone yeah have a happy holiday merry
0: christmas happy hanukkah whatever you're celebrating and yeah. happy new year